I'm Stephen Adams. This is Down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. Good morning and welcome to episode 7, 3, 5, down, 2, dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media Daily, Thunder.com, Dash Radio, at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke! Joined this morning by Jay. Is Jay. And Taylor. I've been to the year 3000. Not much has changed, but they live underwater. And you're great, great. It's Jay. I've never heard that song before. Jay? I don't know what it is. Bad, bad pick, man. Jonas Brothers, guys. What? We have a lot of Jonas wow. Brothers fans out there tweeting in at you guys. How could you not know this? Get with the culture, brothers. Well, I'm sorry. Gotta gotta give a big shout out to all our uh, Jonas Jones, fans. Huge, huge Jonas Brother collection. Man, of I watched uh, the documentary, the Jonas Brothers documentary last night with my wife. Is that real? Yeah, man, they're back. They're back in business. Did they do a nude? Been do- better. Is it a new documentary? They did a nude yeah. documentary. Wow! Absolutely, gotta watch that. So, there's two specific Thunder-related things, and I'm just gonna confess, I have fallen out of my Zach Lowe habit, and so I guess he had an interview with Sam Anderson. Did you listen to that, Taylor? I haven't yet. I haven't listened to any podcast in like the last five days. So it's on my docket. So we've had a few Twitter questions about that. I have no idea what Zach Lowe said about Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder. I I didn't listen to it either. Yeah. I should have asked you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, So we will listen to that. And and Andrew's out for today. He is on vacation, took the week, and spent some time with his wife and some friends uh, out of town, which is great for him. Hope you got some rest. so we will readdress some of that stuff, although, to be honest with you, it's kind of tiring. But what I do want to acknowledge is, is most of you that would listen to this podcast have um, by now become familiar with the interview that Kevin Durant did with the Wall Street Journal. And I don't want to rehash too much about what it was, once again, because it just makes me angry. Uh, but... Kevin Durant just talked again about how when he came back for that cupcake game uh, with Golden State, the way that the fans and the team and everybody responded uh, made it to where Kevin hated, basically hates the organization. Like, they're all terrible. We I hate them all. Uh, they're the worst. I thought about eventually coming back to that organization, but... Here's the best part about it. I think the person who had the best take on this was, I believe, Brett Dawson that said the thing about Kevin Durant that he's searching for is he wants, the thing about him, he just wants to be universally loved. And the place, the only place where he was going to get that was Oklahoma City and staying. And now he's gone some, Now he's gone to these other teams. He doesn't get that. And now he'll never get that. And it is the thing about this that is the most ironic is that He'll never get what he's looking for because of that decision he made. Yeah, I think that yeah. was Brian Keating. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep, I think it was Brian Keating. So here's the, the direct quote. I actually just pulled it up here. I'll never be attached to that city again because of that, Durant says. Eventually, 
I eventually wanted to come back to that city, be a part of that community and organization, but I don't trust nobody there. That crap must have been fake, what they was doing, the organization, the GM. I ain't talked to none of those people. Even had a nice exchange with the, those people since I left. See, that's the thing that, that where he's wrong is it none of that was fake and neither was the reaction. We all really liked him. We all loved him here, loved him as a part of this community, loved what he was doing for us, the community, and the team. And when he left, the feelings that people felt of rejection, of anger, of all that stuff were real as well. And so he can't say, you know, all that, all that was fake because it wasn't. And the reaction is going to be real, and that's what he's dealing with. Now, I do the only part of it that I do agree that he has a point with, and we talked about how people were going too far, like going to his house, spray-painting the for sale sign, burning the jersey on his front lawn. Things like that were too much, I think. And I think we said that on the pod. But I think what he said right there, one, is just stupid. I don't think he was ever going to come back, but... Do you guys agree? Uh, so my my thought is I don't trust much of what Kevin Durant ever says, right? I agree with that. Um, I think he tries so hard to control the narrative around himself, and he's really bad at it, like historically bad at it. It, it didn't work. Like just for example, like in our recent history, this Ethan Strauss – uh, grow up comment, you know, and trying to deflect the the conversation away from him leaving Golden State when when obviously he was leaving Golden State. Like it's not really a question now that that was his plan earlier on in the season. Um, and and even after he left Oklahoma City, like there's a maturity level and there is a I don't know. Somebody asked the question, give me back my dog. Give me back my dog said, is Kevin Durant stupid? I don't believe he's stupid. I think he's misinformed by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, But I also just think like insecurity. Can you be insecure and be one of the most dominant, important people in the sports world at the same time? Like, because that's, I I don't know. I don't get it. Like, dude, we're done, man. We're over it. Like the, the city has recovered. And, and for somebody to have the stupidity to look at that and assume that the city should just be okay with it, right? Like, that's the thing that's the yeah. most, like, mind-blowing to me. It's not even enraging to me anymore. It just is mind-blowing. Like, dude, everybody, minus the people in your circle and the Warriors, thought what you did was weak. Yeah. Everybody. The entire narrative in the media world was how this is Stephen A. Smith, who I don't, obviously is not like the beacon of stability and takes that I love, but he said it's the weakest move, uh, weakest move a superstar has ever made in the history of the NBA. And we were just supposed to like, what, what was your expectation, Kevin, for yeah. when you came back to Oklahoma City? Yeah, he took us that almost beat the Warriors in the playoffs, except for, some would say, Kevin Durant's play, and then he left that team to go join the Warriors, who had just won the championship. And that, and obviously, 
it is just about the least competitive move you can do. And I do think that at some point, when you have as much money as Kevin Durant has, at some point, people stop saying no to you. Because... You are now people's livelihood. You are the one paying their bills. And if and if you're not careful about it, you can start you can start having people only around you that are yes men that will say, Oh, yes, it's a great idea. This is what's best for your brain. Right. You should do it. Oh, that's a great idea. You should do that. Oh, you're so smart. Let's all do that. And you don't have anyone to critique you. And especially if you have some insecurities. You're not going to keep those people around because they're not fun to have around because you're, and you're a millionaire. Why should you listen to people that are talking crap about you? So I, I get it. Why that in his world, it looks like, well, why would anyone ever do that? Why, why are these people being, why are these people questioning me? Why is this team? Why are these fans that used to love me reacting bad when I'm doing the right thing? When you have created this world, of validation where everyone has to say yes to you because you are a millionaire yeah. and you are funding their lives, their careers, their families. So do I think that's what happens to him? Yes. And, and you know, I, I'm not that worried about it. Some people are asking, someone asked in this Twitter questions, they're not there, like about the Thunder ever retiring Kevin Durant's jersey. I don't want them to do that. I, I don't know, do teams normally retire jerseys of people who leave and spend half their career in other teams and, and, and other places around the NBA when the leaving was that abrupt, that sudden, and that painful? I don't know if they do. I don't think we should. I think looking back, it looks stupid of us to have put him in the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame so quickly when then he you know two years later he leaves the damage he did he does all this damage to the team and therefore you know and the continues city. the trash him I think that's yeah. the other part and so I think that decision looks dumb and I think it would look dumb to retire his jersey unless he has this about face starts talking about us differently does something different which I don't think he has in him to ever do Taylor, what are, you yeah, think, but, what are you thinking about all this, man? Well, about the retirement thing, I think like, you know, if they came out and said tomorrow we're going to retire Kevin Durant's jersey, then I think your what you're saying, Luke, will be true of a lot of fans. But if we're, you know, if it's 20 years from now, I think it's just going to be about sports. You know, like all, all of that, like the reason that he being in the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame, isn't going to be that big of a deal is because he is going to be considered one of the greatest athletes to ever play in Oklahoma. And that's how he's going to be remembered, I think, long term. And so I think like 20 years from now, who knows, maybe like he retires and then he's like, you know, does some fake apology or does some, you know what I'm saying? When players leave the league, they always soften up, especially if they go into media or do other things. And just because their money depends on them softening up. And so I think when that happens, I, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal when they decide to retire his jersey. But did you guys see that he, like, um, in that Wall Street Journal, was it in the Wall Street Journal article that he started to rip uh, the Warriors' uh, offense, too? 
He said, uh, the motion offense we run in Golden State, it only works to a certain point. And then he said, uh, like in the later rounds, Kerr should have let him do some more individual stuff because he says, uh, because at that point, then I have to dive deep into my bag to create stuff on my own off the dribble, ISOs, pick and rolls, more so than let the offense create points for me. Yeah, I, and it's just like, dude, this worked before you were there, and it worked while you were there. What are you it doing? Was, You're it, just like, this is legitimately in the running for the greatest offense of all time. Yeah, it, it's, and you it's, won. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's astonishing his total lack of self awareness. Um, dude, it's it's, it's unbelievable. So yeah. I, it's just to the point now, man, dude. Where nobody. Surely nobody takes him seriously anymore. I don't. I don't think anyone. I mean, I don't think anyone in Oklahoma City does. I can't imagine anyone at Golden State does. I can't. I'm saying like on a national level, man. But then because of that, those are the places where they know him and liked him best. Where else in you know America are people going to be like, wow? Kevin Durant with another with another zinger he got him he's a hundred percent correct nobody right I don't think those people exist except <laughs> you know maybe some people uh, with his new team and but I guarantee everyone on his personal team and uh, involved with his brand thinks that it's funny like on social media the only people that protect. Kevin Durant on social media are the fans of whatever team he's on. Then, so, so you I think you're right. Net, it's you like, got a bunch of Nets fans, like, yeah. Because what? Think of like how Warriors fans and reporters treated Oklahoma City and Kevin Durant that first oh, year dude. he was in Golden State. I, it was like I like he could to see do nothing wrong. We were so stupid hillbillies, you know. The level, the amount of people that Tim Kawakami or whatever his name is. Blocked, blocked yeah. from Oklahoma City. I bet there are hundreds of accounts that he blocked. Yeah, and the wild, the wildest thing that we have to remember is that Kevin Durant is one of those people on Twitter responding to some of these yes. things. Still, <laughs> that he that he had the burner accounts and he was still that is insane to me that that happened still to this day and that he got caught. Well, and one of the things, like I think. That I think in the back of my mind, in the middle of this whole conversation, is the fact that this Nets team has two of the worst personalities in the NBA on the same team. Like they talk to media, they talk to interviewers, but they're big, gigantic psychos, man. Yeah. Like Kyrie and Kevin Durant on the same team, like they, dude, I. Watch out, man. It's what you want in theory on the court. Like, I get it, man. They will probably, if Kevin can be 90% of himself, they're going to be really good on the court. But, man, I don't know. It makes me really nervous about what they're going to look like. Yeah. Two two weird, weird personalities. Weird, weird personalities. Yes. All right, that's enough, Kevin Durant talk. The other thing that did happen in the basketball world, unless you all, I don't want to shut you down if you have something else. Anything else you all want to say? I mean, really, we don't have to keep talking about this because it's 
I, I'm sure if Andrew were here, he would have shut this down earlier. Yeah. Like, why are we talking right. about this? Um, the other thing that did happen in the basketball world this week is that the United States FIBA team lost to both. Sucks. Well, they're not very good. They lost to both France and Serbia. Uh, so not surprised. Well, we put together a pretty bad FIBA team. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is no surprise to me. When when you, when they, you have they also family. just. Yeah. Take well, that should have been enough. I was going to say, like, is it their fault when all of the best players are like, no, nah, I don't want to play on this team? <laughs> it's like, I think I think they put on the floor the best players they could, which is very sad. Yeah. Because, like, what happened? How come FIBA used to get all the good players? Not all, not like Olympic good players, but I mean like, oh, so you guys remember that year that Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and who else was on that team? Lamar Odom was on that team and all sorts of people. Yeah, Very I, good players. I wonder, so Dan Lepitard brought up the potential, of, did Paul George's injury impact player involvement in the United States system? And I, I probably disagree with that for the most part, um, I think when the Olympics come around, you'll have another list of all-stars. Like, I think you'll have everybody that didn't play in this one. Um, I think there are so many elements as part of this FIBA meltdown. I think a lot of people, like the travel was part of it. Like, being the fact that it was in um, China during this part of this, the year, I think that's part of it. I think you have... Once it was kind of like momentum. Once you had guys pulling out, like it was, it kind of became the thing. I was like, oh yeah, I I need to play, pay attention to the season as well. Um, and you don't have one like collective star that's drawing people to play. Like probably LeBron was that guy, or Kobe yeah. Bryant in the era before him, where it was like, hey, if Kobe's going to do it, I'll do it with him. And you just didn't have that. Like all of the big stars in the NBA really early on were like, no, nope, we're out. Um, and so the weird ones that didn't stay are like the De'Aaron Fox one. Like that, that didn't make any sense to me. It's like, dude, that's a good way for you to go work on your game and learn under pop. Um, anyway, so I, we did have one Twitter question from Mahalo Diallo about this. Is there any one player from the USA that you would uh, want to add? Like which one? If you could only have one player to add to this potential growing Thunder roster, who would it be? Taylor, you're, mm. gonna, you're gonna oh, from this it. from this team yeah. USA team, yeah, or the Donovan dream, Mitchell, or the dream Donovan team. Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he was he was trying real hard, very hard. And think about if Donovan Mitchell was on this team, like he's young. Like we talk about Bradley Beal still being young and being a future man. If Donovan Mitchell was on this team. We would be set for like a long time, and I just really like his attitude and his style, like the style he plays. He kind of plays like Russ, except he's already maturing quicker than Russ did at that age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the way the way he's approaching basketball seems to be with a little bit more different demeanor. Very different demeanor. The two of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, and so I think if you were looking for fit, I think I mean there's just I don't there's not a whole lot of questions. I know we talked about Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum last week, which I thought was good. Um, 
I will be excited about them because they're potential gets. Like, but if you had your chance to just, I'll just grab one guy and make it to um, our team. I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell is a pretty easy answer. Luke, why don't you tell us about our sponsors for today? Hey guys, college football season is in full swing. Yes, it is. Placing a wager on college football has never been easier with all the best betting odds at betonline.ag. This week, I'm watching OSU versus Tulsa. But wait, can you believe that the NFL season is already underway? Uh, to celebrate another season, betonline.ag and CLNS Media are giving you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this football season. Get in on all the action with betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Please see BetOnline's general rules for additional terms and conditions. All right, so you've got OSU is giving up 13.5 points to Tulsa. Who are you taking? So, so, so basically the game starts, Tulsa has a 13.5-point lead. So if, to win the bet, OSU has to win by 14 points. And they're already down by immediately 13 points? Yeah, they just have to win by 14. Oh. Uh, I, I said that in a way that confused you. Apparently. You did. So, sorry. But I, I, if they're going to be, I think we will be so, by more than 14 points. There you go. That's yes. all we needed. Yes. Yeah. Got so, it. Hey, you got I don't, support. man. There's something special brewing up here in Tulsa. Is yeah. there? Do you Every feel time, it? The oh, town on oh, fire? Oh, man. It's crazy up here. Uh, I'll tell you who else. How much did uh, Go ahead, man. How much should OSU play, pay Tulsa to play them this year? Three million. I don't think that works like that anymore. Five million. Not with other. Not with other D ones. I'm just gonna Maybe. say you gotta. You Seven gotta, million. I gotta support my pokes this weekend because uh, we got because we just lost. We just lost a great cowboy. Boone Pickens. Pickens, man. Hey, one of the lines. So let me give you a couple NFL lines that I'm kind of intrigued by. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> just just a little bit, Taylor. You're you're you do some online stuff. Oh yeah, the Patriots. A lot of my wife's money. The Patriots are giving up eighteen and a half points to the Dolphins this weekend. Eighteen and a half points in an NFL game is an enormous number, Um, but the Dolphins are so terrible. So I actually would take Miami to cover that. There's one. Lock it up. I'm I'm making notes of this. So if you're betting with me, uh, I take no responsibility because I'm not very good at this. And then the Colts are playing the Titans. Titans are giving up three points. And uh, actually, they're getting three points. So I'll take the Titans on that as well. So those are your three betonline.ag picks from Jay Smith that don't mean anything, that have no actual value. So enjoy those. It's sports people at sport down to dunk. It's time for Twitter questions. We don't have drops. All right. Our first Twitter question comes from at up to ask. Who wants to know? I'm sorry. Oh, yes. He's looking for the best healthy fast food. He's looking for both satisfaction and fullness. He does not want <laughs> salads. Hmm. That's healthy fast food. Oh, wait. That's we got to start salad. going through restaurants. No salad. What are we, what are we talking here? Is there Is anything Panera healthy fast food? I would, I guess, Panera. Is that healthy? It feels like it's healthy. Yeah, you can get so number one is they try to use only natural ingredients, which is yeah. helpful. It's kinda like Chipotle. Like you could do some good stuff at Chipotle or even oh, yeah. Qdoba where it's like you do a bowl, 
Um, now it's hard to go. It's hard to. It's hard to, t- to go over the line into. Yeah, and then too much. especially if you go to Keto and you're like, well, I could just throw some of that queso on there. Yeah, I, yeah. You got any fried things back there? And um, but yeah, you do a little brown rice and a little bit of beans. You go light on the beans and some meat and tons of veggies. There, there are like, like guacamole uh, for some whole healthy fat. There's some poke bowl places that I think I consider fast food. They make it pretty quickly, and you can eat it pretty quickly. Yeah, and. Uh, those those places are very good and good for you. What about like a? I think Chick Fil A tries to make some good healthy stuff. You like can you do it. Grill. You can get the grilled chicken sandwich. I never but who have, that, right? and I never will. And you can get like the fruit. Yeah. You can get the fruit cup for your side instead, instead of fries. fries. Ooh, well. But <laughs> but why? Why? Why why even go to Chick Fil A at that point? That's what's weird to me. I don't know. So also. We have to decide what healthy fast food is because there's nothing fast about Panera. There, it depends you on if there's something through. fast about Chipotle. Yeah, but it's, you not, get Panera. it's not fast. Panera has a drive through It's just not fast. It's, it's pretty fast. Okay. It's All they decent. have to have is a drive through Hey, I had, I had Panera last night and uh, had a little Cuban sandwich, a little cup of uh, tomato soup, and it was relatively quick, but my wife got it for me, so I don't know how long it actually took. It was quick for me. It's true. Um, I, man, he's missing out by saying no salads because Panera has a spicy Thai salad that is flames. It's very good. <laughs> flames. It's very Jamba good. Jamba Juice. Uh, Jamba Jam- Juice. Jamba Juice is, is, I think, in my opinion, horrible for you. Yeah, it's, I think it's actually like. I don't think I it's think healthy. it has a reputation of being healthy. I don't. Think I don't it think is. it's healthy at all. And but is I, it healthier than a bronze shake? Here's the other. I think they're actually about on the same level. Here's the other thing. I don't know that Jamba Juice still exists. Is that... Are oh, they, it does. Are there it still does. Jamba Juice stores? Oh, yeah, dude. What do you think? I, I start every day off with Jamba Juice. There's no way you do that. Every yep. every morning I buy $12 Jamba Juice. Every morning I need that f- sugar straight from the fruit. The only time I've... I used to be big into Jamba Juice because one of my friends worked there. So we'd go all the time and see him. Brahms, shake. Okay, Jamba Juice calories. They're not as much as you think they would be. Um, but they're, they're. I'm getting. But I always, if I'm getting one, I'm getting the gigantic, huge, like extra, extra large Jamba Juice. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So uh, I mean, like a a chocolate shake is way worse for you than a Jamba Juice. I think that's the end of that discussion. All right. Hey, I got a question for you, uh, Taylor. It comes from at Luke. Austin Helms, who's talking about eggs for breakfast. How are you cooking them? How am I cooking them? How are you cooking them? I'm toasting up some sourdough bread. I'm putting on there some. Uh, but how are you cooking? Let's see. How are you cooking yeah. the eggs, though? I know. I'm setting the con because the cook of the egg depends on the context of what you're eating it with. Okay. Okay. I apologize. Thank you. Sourdough bread. A little bit of fake butter on there, some hot sauce, Louisiana hot sauce, and then I'm doing my eggs over medium, between over medium and over easy, so that they run a little bit, and then you can dip the sourdough bread in there. Yeah, I scramble every time. You scramble every time. My wife does too. You're my wife. Regardless, I scramble. But here's here's my question: Do you ever feel like you're missing out on that like runny yolk? No. Sometimes, why not? Because I don't feel like that. 
I don't feel scrambled like I'm eggs. Out. Sometimes I'll just so get them different. Sometimes I'll just get them. Uh, I I just just over easy. I think is what I get them sometimes. Sunny side up. Sunny side up. I get them sunny side up. Uh, there's not one bad way to eat an egg in my mind. That's true. I like just hard boiled. Just I just like mix scrambled. it in. Just mix it in with a beer and drink it straight up. Straight up like Rocky. Absolutely. Not one problem with that. Yep. I probably wouldn't eat them raw, so maybe there is one bad way. Um, hey, let's move on to our next Twitter Two rotten. question. Um, hey, guys, this this is from uh, OKC Dunder Myth one I had to do it on Wednesday, so now the two of you have to do this. He's looking for the rest of the pod's first kiss stories. <laughs> Taylor, I'm making you go first. Okay. I didn't have my first kiss until freshman year of high school. Nerd. I know. I'm a big old nerd. Mine was sophomore I mean, I think year. I, oh, you big so. dweebus. You're such a dweebus. I, yeah, I was definitely bullying you in high school then. But uh, freshman year of high school, my first kiss. Okay, I can't remember the exact first kiss. I'll tell you around the first kiss. It was to this girl that we we went to this party and then we stayed the night at one of our friends mom's houses and this girl smoked cigarettes and we were outside and she was smoking cigarettes and we came back inside and we were all laying down on the floor like we set up a big pallet and we were laying next to each other and we didn't have water in the house because it was a brand new house and the water hadn't been turned on and we were all so thirsty and she, but there was a bag of ice for some reason. So she was melting ice in her mouth and like drinking the water. And then she goes, are you thirsty? Like this was her way of like, okay, let's kiss or whatever. So I was like, yeah. And she melted ice in her ashy cigarette in mouth and <laughs> spit it into my mouth. And I almost threw up and then we made out. Wow, that is romance. Maybe the <laughs> grossest first kiss story yes, I've ever heard. I'm a, wow. We had kissed we had kissed before that, but that's the one I wanted to tell. Oh, uh, man. God. Yeah. Mine was just super awkward. I was in 8th grade and we were I was dating a girl and uh went over to her house. I mean, it was just so awkward. Like I, there wasn't anything romantic about it. It was just like this is I thought what I was supposed to be doing. And it was awkward. <laughs> I, I can't even say anything. Like it was just awkward. Like, <laughs> love that man. Uh, both romance guys. Romance is not dead. Uh, hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Paul R Valentine, who says, "There's been a lot of who's the best player we could trade for questions. So, who's the worst player you probably don't want on the team, but can still see Presty pulling the trigger on?" I mean, it feels like Muscala, but that was just a free agent pickup. Um, yeah, I will say this: somebody. Did ask at Kobe Zeller asked uh, that he wants uh, Bogdanovich from the Kings so bad for the Thunder. What would you consider as a fair trade for him? Uh, that's my assumption on the Bogdanovich. He said the Serbian one. That's my assumption. Uh, in that one, you'd I don't know. Like you'd have to. I, I'm not good at this. I feel like one of these first rounders and contracts that make sense, like Dre Andre Robertson for 
him and some filler and then whatever picks. And if they want one of your young guys, you'd probably do something with that. But that'd be somebody that I'm, Andrew's mentioned him a lot before. I think that's somebody um, that would make sense for the Thunder going forward. As far as guys I don't want that are actual possible targets, like, can I just talk about a type of player? I'm I'm kind of done with uh, non-shooting long athletic guys. So if we can maybe get a shooter, that would be ideal for the next wave of Oklahoma City. Is there anybody out there, Taylor, that you would just hate to see on Oklahoma City? Oh, Chris Paul is actually who it is. Yep, Chris Paul. Already on the team, Chris Paul. <laughs> it's like your question is a real actual thing that happened to us. Yeah, also the, this question is like out of 450 players, who's a player you would hate to see on this team? Not to bash the question, but it's, it's a already, bad question. It already feels like that's what you're doing. Oh, man. Wow, man. Bash. Welcome bash bros right here. Hey, let's, Yeah, this is a cigarette mouth kiss. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hey, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Bangelope, who wants to know the best flavor of bagel. You guys bagel guys? I am a bagel guy. I don't do them. You don't do But you are a bagel guy, but you don't do them. Is that what you said? Yeah, I don't eat them very often. But you are a bagel guy. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, I'm a, I'm a large person. And one of the ways I try to, you know, refrain from getting larger is by eating all the carbs. And bagels Get are just, bagel belly. bagels are just straight carbs. Yeah. There is nothing redeeming about them. Okay. So, but you if I was, bagel. dude, I, I know this is stupid. Like I'm a kid still eating his first bagel. I I still like the cinnamon crunch bagel at Panera. Good. I was actually honey walnut cream cheese. Yeah. So good. Great. If I'm eating like a uh, savory one, I'll go with the everything bagel, which is also reminds me that Trader Joe's has a seasoning called everything, but the bagel seasoning and yes. that is umami flavor. Oh, it is! It has all the umami flavor, <laughs> dude. I put that on everything. It's so good. I even just make like cheese toast and sprinkle some of that on there before I put it in the toaster. Oh man, it'll change your life. Before, Everyone, before, get the everything before you put it on the toaster. Yeah, I mean, I have a, I have a oh, toaster, toaster oven. oven. Okay, I was like, ah, uh, dude, the bottom of your toaster is just full of Hilton. that flavor. <laughs> and yeah, cheese. I take it out, and Melted all cheese. the seasoning has just melded into the toast. It, I can't it even it see it. It disappeared. So did the cheese. <laughs> Tastes so good. What's your? Do you do bagels, Taylor? Oh yeah, I do bagels twice a day. I need to pack on those those uh, empty cows, bro. Not bagels twice a day, but I eat bagels. Quite a quite often. What bagel do you go with, man? You go with everything every time. I go with everything all the time, dude. Put some cream cheese on there. Just um, regular cream it. cheese. Yeah, I'm a regular cream cheese guy because everything bagel has a lot going on. It does. You don't need to add like chive cream cheese or like you know what I'm saying. So There's you, a little too much. You got a bagel place in Tulsa? Uh, I just I'll buy bagels because the thing about bagels is. You can buy them at a grocery store and toast them in your house, and they're still very good. True, true. You do not have to go to a, I have to a place. Never one time ever toasted a bagel in my house. You know what I prefer? The best kind of bagel is when pizza's on a bagel. 
Ah, it's pretty good. Hey, so here's, bagel, bagel, bagel here's, bites. A, here's a bagel question for you guys. Do you, like, for me, when somebody asks me, yeah, would you like this toasted? I'm like, yeah. What monster eats just raw bagels? Raw bagel. Non-cooked, raw non-toasted. Chewy bagel. That thing, I mean, for real, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just chew my bagel for four hours this morning. No, nah, no, nah, man. That ain't me. You want, you want to know a great um, fat guy joke, like church camp fat guy joke? Yeah, go for it. This is it. Walk in and say, hey, do you want a hairy bagel? And they say, uh, what's that? And you make your uh, fingers into a circle and press your stomach together around your belly button. Say, hairy bagel. Yeah, that does. That feels like church camp. Classic church camp fat guy joke. Classic. <laughs> Gets them yep. every time. John Gilstrap. <laughs> hey guys, uh, let's move on to. Do we have any other Twitter? Qu- okay, here's our last Twitter question. Is this? It's from at Kyle Panabaker. Are you Breaking Bad fans? Are you looking forward to the El Camino movie on Netflix? Catch me up on the El Camino movie. What's that? So uh, there's not a whole lot of the plot that you can find yet, but they're doing. Is it a sequel? It's it's a. I guess it's a sequel. It's a movie about Jesse, and it's about him after Breaking Bad. Is Walter in it? I think. I think there's going to be some flashbacks, but I not like he. I think well, they're new, not going back to like some sort of idea that he didn't. No, I don't think so. At the end of the, uh, I'm excited about it in theory. Um, Breaking Bad was the most stressful TV watching experience of my life, where every episode I just was like like on pins and needles almost, which is why it was so good. Like it was a wonderful show, but I don't, when I was done with it, I was really glad to be done with it. I haven't, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's been off the air for like five years. Is that right? I don't know. A while. I mean, it feels like five years cause I was watching it in like law school. So, um, I, I haven't, I haven't gone back and watched it at all. I don't think it's a show that you can like pop in and just like watch an episode here or there. Um, so I mean, I'll watch it, Am I excited for it? I wouldn't describe it as excitement. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I I watch it. I guess same creator, same writers, all that stuff. Like the other thing is, I didn't watch Better Call Saul. I don't watch it. I heard it was incredible. I hear it's good, but, but I, I don't never watch watched it. it either. So so I haven't been in like the Breaking Bad like zone for you know years. Yeah, I'll give it a shot though. But I did like it when it was on. Hey, I will say this before we move on to our final question here. You know, it's it's the off season still here. This is about the last real. I mean, we've got two weeks, and it's media day, and then it's training camp. Like it's here. It's just around the corner, and um, we're going to keep bringing content. and And we thank you for bearing with us during the off season. I know it's a lot of fun and terror uh, in the free agency and draft and all those different things. But once we get to this time of the year, I know it's a it's all cigarettes being spit into our mouths. Yeah, it's a little content mm, wasteland. So hydration. Thanks, thank you for sticking with us. But we do want to just encourage you and ask you, like, if you haven't rated or reviewed us or shared us, um, we get closer to the season when stuff starts really happening. We'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. Anybody you know that's a Thunder fan, share that with them. Let them know who we are. Support the people no, Wait, just, no, you're just, just asking just to support, support us. us. Yeah, don't support the people. <laughs> support us people who are us. But yeah, there'll be real content just <laughs> on the horizon. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant for an entire year. Yeah, yay. Which will be wonderful. Hey guys, final question. Are you miffed and are you piffed? I am miffed and peeved. I'm pretty certain that I broke my refrigerator. 
What? Yeah, if you go to my kitchen, it's pulled out from the wall, and our our ice maker and water dispenser has just been on the struggle bus for a while. So we're debating whether or not we're going to try to fix it or just go and bite the bullet and get a new one. What are you going to do with your old one? Throw it in the trash. You're going to throw it in the trash? Give it to me. Why? Because <laughs> my, my, my refrigerator is trash. It's you can so have bad. it. You can fix the water dispenser if it's working. You I have a big trash can, Jay. I won't use the I won't use the yeah, I do. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't have a water, I don't have a water or ice dispenser in my refrigerator. Yeah, I want you one so bad. Well, I'm, this one doesn't work right now, Luke. That's kind of the problem. Like, I'm not going to let you take a broken refrigerator. Does it keep things cold? Yeah, so does yours. I know, but it looks better than mine does. Okay. Well, anyway. Mine looks bad. So, I just, and I'm pretty sure it was my attempt to fix it that made it worse. Made it worse. Uh-huh. Which is the like most deflating thing for me. <laughs> I try so hard to be like a man. I'm a, you know, I'm a man. I'm going to do all my thing, man. I'm going to come here and do this thing. Or fix it. And no, I'm bad at it. I have how does, really how does good, the refrigerator even work? Like what? How, <laughs> <laughs> how does a refrigerator work? I don't know, man. Maybe you plug it in, it makes things cold, Is man. Is this a joke? What do you no. Mean? How does a refrigerator, like we're talking about not being met, and, and I was thinking like I wouldn't even know where to start. Like to well, fix. I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't even know so, what to look no, at. No, no, no. You don't. This is not big stuff. This is like there's a pump at the back of the refrigerator that you can literally pull out the old part and put the new part in. And but you, the issue is you have to run these hoses to it from the from the wall and then from the wall into the or from the pump into the rest of the refrigerator. And one of the the way they do them now is instead of them being like where you can twist it and like lock it in through like a little, like a nut or something is you, um, I said that word with so much caution because you two are on this podcast with me. Uh, but instead of doing that, it's like this kind of Chinese finger trap where you like push it in there. Whoa, 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 and whoa, it has whoa. to like, sorry, Asian. I don't know. What's, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's one of those things where like, it doesn't work the same way. And so anyway, I've got a friend coming out on Monday. I think he'll actually just fix it is what will happen. Oh, man, I can't believe you. how refrigerators work. Wow, I, I can't believe you used that word. Taylor, are you miffed or peeved? <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, my, my yard around my townhouse house has terrible bugs, okay? And so I finally found like, this chemical. Example, what kind, of, like, what kind of bugs? Oh, spiders, mosquitoes like crazy. There's yeah. fleas. We have to do so much stuff with my dogs with fleas and i'm like i know that the owners of these townhouses won't pay someone to come spray everything there's a lot of yard and so i found this chemical online it's called parathrin and it works really well you just spray it with water and it kills everything that's handled our situation but the other day i was spraying and we were going close to my neighbor's house and I was not about to spray his yard, but he was outside. And as soon as I was walking close to his yard, he storms up to me and he goes, hey, that's my property. And I go, okay, I wasn't going to spray it. And he's like, what even is that? And I said, parathrin. He was like, that's toxic. I said, no, it's not. I looked it up. He was like, do not spray my property. I said, dude, I was not about to spray your property. I literally wasn't even spraying. I was just walking around. And he goes, Okay, well, just know that this is the line of my property. He's just this little guy, and it just really miffed me off. Does man. he own it or just, rent it? 
No, he owns a house that's next to the uh, like all the townhouses. You should have just sprayed him in the face. I should have sprayed him right in the eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, hold on a second. Face. Oh, are these your properties? <laughs> and then spray him in the eyes and then kick him in the nuts. Man, uh, speaking of being a bad neighbor, I had a little, I was trimming, I was doing some yard work and trimming a limb. And I like moved it a certain way and it just fell completely in my neighbor's yard, like kind of in their backyard. And so I had to like <laughs> sneak over there and cut it to make sure that like I didn't leave it to where it's just like, oh, it's your problem now. So I had to sneak back there and do it. And it was just, it was very stressful for me. You snuck, that's called trespassing. I had to trespass. Please don't tell anyone. Hey man, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. All right. Are you Mr. Peeved, man? I'm not really Mr. Peeved. Well, good, I, man. I'm a... Uh, G to bead. No, I'm just nothing and living. Oh, just well. living. Just just surviving, man. Surviving. Just trying to get through day by day. That's right. That's right. That's right. Everyone in my office is getting sick, though, and I'm, I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, I have a friend that apparently maybe has the flu. Ugh. Which I feel like it's a little early yeah. for the flu, but that's fine. Well, you, you kissing him? No. no. Don't say it like that. No! Does he say <laughs> no, it's not a him. <laughs> So that's why I said no. It's like, oh, don't tell Natalie you're yeah, kissing sh- her. Sh- 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 guys, guys, guys. We gotta go. Hey, thanks for listening to the pod. Thanks for listening to the pod. Support us. Please. <laughs>